What's up everyone, it's Nick here, and before we get started with today's video, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor, which is Citadel 21. Citadel 21 is a Bitcoin cultural zine and displays the best of the best written content directly by the Bitcoin Taco Plebs for the Bitcoin Taco Plebs. You can read all their articles online for free, or even purchase copies of all your favorite volumes. But you got to be quick because they only sell a limited amount and they sell out pretty fast. They allow anyone and everyone to submit articles. So if you're eager to write something, I highly recommend you do it. Check out their website at citadel21.com below. The link will be in the description. And now let's get on to the video. All right, what's up, class? This is Optimus Fields at My Living Truth, and we're back for another episode. We're back at block height 671,453 and the current price of bitcoin is $57,032. Nick, let's introduce our guest. Hey everyone, this is Nick at Nick Campline on Twitter here and today we're having on Ben Ark for an episode teaching us an LN bits tutorial. This is a weekend edition of Bitcoin Kindergarten, so this video will be uploaded and on YouTube and ready to go for Wednesday. And we did this um, similar to how we did the weekend edition for Viking, just accommodating time zones. So for everyone who showed up today, really happy you came out to uh, support the show. And yeah, I'll kick it over to Ben. Ben, it's nice to meet you. This is the first time we've spoken and uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, no, it's nice to be on here, man. And uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me. Um, so I'm just going to go through what LMBits is and then different ways in which you can install it. And then also look at just, you know, the, the functionality and, and the different extensions and things you can use within LMBits to do sorts of funky lightning things. Um, uh, so shall I just go dive straight in? Yeah, let's go. All right, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah. Hi. Ben Ark. Um, uh, I started LMBits. Um, I say started because now it's a free and open source project. It's doing pretty well and it's got a lot of very good contributors. Um, so, you know, I'm probably not even the the, the, the main contributor at the moment, um, which is which is great. You know, I got the ball rolling. Um, I saw there was a very useful, you know, well, there was kind of a gap in the market for a useful um, piece of software, free and open source software uh, for people's nodes. Uh, so I'm just going to go through what it is, how it works, and then we're going to install it on a server, get an SSL certificate, um, uh, so a nice secure um, certificate for our, for our server. Uh, we're gonna do all those things, uh, but first if I, yeah, if I sort of explain how I arrived at LMBits, that's probably a, a good way to go. So originally I started working on um, little hardware devices engaging with the Lightning Network. So I, I, I liked the idea, you know, I'd watch those Andreas Antonopoulos, um, uh, uh, talks where he would talk about you know the internet of things and how in the future lightning or bitcoin will stream through the internet of things and that kind of fascinated me i found it very interesting so i wanted to play around with little my cheap microcontrollers sending and receiving bitcoin through the lightning network 
Um, I attended a couple of the uh, Lightning Hack Days, which were really inspirational and some great people there. And then from there, I just started you know, doing these tutorials, building these little DIY devices like a point of sale and uh, little devices, you know, so it would show a QR code. And when you paid it, it would turn something on um, or for an amount of time. Uh, but then I, I started to, um, I was running my own node and connecting these things to my own node. And then sometimes I would use a service like OpenNode, which is more of a custodial type uh, solution, which is always, you know, up and you just get some API keys and you can plug in, you can request invoices and so on. Um, but one of the things which kind of frustrated me about nodes in general and uh, and these um, uh, 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 yeah, nodes in general and these custodial solutions was that you had one account. Uh, so if I was creating one of these devices, I was giving it the keys to this one account with all my funds on. I didn't really like that. So I wanted to have lots and lots of little accounts and accounts which I could kind of just spin up and throw away if I wanted to. Uh, so first and foremost, I wanted to make a kind of account system which could sit on top of one of these funding sources. Um, so a good example is the the Fossa, which is a DIY Lightning Network ATM, which I made, which I've probably got knocking around somewhere. No, it's not on hand. Oh, there it is. This is a pretty cool project. Um, uh, so you could put some coins in and then you know generate a uh, QR code, you could scan it and you could pull out the, the sats um, into your wallet. But that would, so that requires having a admin key for your funding source. So it can actually pull the funds out of your funding source and the person can redeem them for, for the coins. Uh, which, you know, if you're leaving this thing in some bar or some cafe, the device itself actually has this, this admin key on. So that kind of sucks. So I wanted, uh, you know, an account with a limited amount of funds. So if someone did get that key, it's not the end of the world. And then I could just keep topping up that account. Um, so that was the probably the the, the, the main inspiration for LMBits. And when I started making LMBits, uh, and I often wanted each one of these little accounts to have their own API keys so I could like plug into them. So let's have a look at LMBits, okay? Um, so here's the GitHub. So LMBits uh, backslash LMBits. Um, and you've just got usual GitHub stuff uh, on there explaining what it is. Um, if we actually have a look at LMBits, so you can test out on LMBits.com, um, I can easily just, you know, spin up uh, a uh, wallet. Um, so I've just created a wallet now. Uh, we don't have a login system yet, because to be honest, we haven't really needed one, because um, these are kind of like Insta wallets almost. So, you know, you just bookmark the URL that's got your, your key in uh, for this wallet. So, you know, keep that safe, don't share it with anybody. Um, and you can see that we've got a uh, some API keys which we can use to interact with this wallet. You know, so my little point of sale device can request an invoice from this wallet on elebits.com and then get the invoice back and display it and so on. All the API information is, uh, is here. So we can see here how to create an invoice using curl, for example. Um, what's really cool about, uh, so let's actually fund this. So how much we put in? I'll just put in like 50 sats to play around with. We'll fund this wallet. Oh, well, there we are. Uh, pay and then paid. There we are. And you can see the 50 sats going there. It's nice and quick. Uh, it's all using web hooks, which is pretty cool. Um, so now we have, you know, 50 sats in our wallet. Uh, well, I also wanted, um, so, I made like a, a faucet to retrieve Bitcoin through the Lightning Network um, and put that online. It's called the Sinclair faucet. Um, and lots of people asked me to make it free and open source, but it kind of seems silly. Like I built a lot of code just to be able to support 
the uh, the faucet software. So I thought, well, maybe if I have this account system, I can also have extensions. And these extensions could do things like make faucets. And then other people could make use of those extensions because it's all free and open source, of course. Uh, so if we go to manage extensions here, we've got a whole bunch of extensions you know, made by me, made by some of the developers as well who've contributed um, uh, extensions. Uh, so for example, you know, TPOS, this is one of the first extensions we made, which is just a, a very simple point of sale terminal you can fire up onto a phone. Um, so, you know, if you you want your local bar or cafe to accept Bitcoin, uh, they could, you know, have an LMBits account. They can enable TPOS. So they open it. You make a TPOS. Uh, so let's call it um, a Bitcoin bar. Oh, let's call it Room 77, the iconic Room 77 in Berlin, which closed recently. Very sad. Um, if we make connect it to that wallet and then we'll pick the currency we're going to go for. So because it's in Germany, we're going to go for Euro, create TPOS. Boom. There we are. Now we get a little link. If we click on this link. So this is a point of sale. OK, now what's really cool about this point of sale is it's uh, it's kind of air gapped from your wallet and uh, from this back end here. So you can share this. URL with your bar staff and it's safe um, and it's you know this is dynamic so if you put it on an iPad or whatever it looks it looks pretty good uh, in fact I can show you that so if I click on this little hashtag here I actually get a QR code which I can use just to share the point of sale itself um, so it's just a regular QR code scan if I scan this now okay I've got my URL click on the URL and then oh, can we see it there we go. See, I get my point of sale here. I can, you know, put in an amount. Okay. I can click on okay. And that will generate a invoice for someone to pay um, in my bar. So pretty useful, pretty useful stuff. Uh, so if you could do that here, so you can see it, press okay. And there we go. We get an invoice. Someone can pay that three cent invoice. Um, and that all just because it's connected to this wallet, all those funds just go back to that wallet. Um, in fact, Room 77 was quite instrumental in, in building uh, LMBits. Um, one of the complaints uh, Jörg, the owner of this bar in Berlin, had was he was getting all these lightning transactions coming through. But um, for, for taxes, it was kind of fiddly to like know which lightning transactions were which. And so um, in the wallet itself, you know, there's the ability to export to CSV. So you can export your uh, account to CSV and you've got all the, you know, got all the data there. See if we can open this up. Here we are. So that's pretty useful. You can put it in your QuickBooks or whatever. Uh, there's also a, like a chart thing that always looks a bit naff unless you've got a lot of data in there, but there we go. Um, so that's one of the many extensions. Let's have a look at one or two more. Um, oh, here we go. This is a fun extension. So we've got a support tickets extension. So you can do paid support tickets. So let's make one of these. I'm going to connect it to the same wallet. Um, I'll call it uh, questions. Okay. And... Uh, webhook aha here we go now before the show um in discord here uh, i asked a couple of the guys to get me um uh, a webhook so you can actually get a discord webhook um and then use that to it's like a bot you can use it to like auto, to post into it into a chat so we'll see if that works shall we so if i take this thing here which is the webhook which you guys sent me for the discord chat and then if i stick it Okay, in here, um, ask me anything. Ooh, even, uh, amount per word. All right, let's say, let's say 10 sats per word, create form. Okay, so now we have a form. Now this is a, a shareable form, so I can share this 
you know, I can take this form and I can send it to people um, and they can put in their name, they can put in their email. Um, will it force me to put, I don't think it will. And then if they can, they can ask me a question. So, you know, what is LM bits? And you can see there's 30 sats to pay there. If I click on submit, okay, you have to pay the 30 sats. And then this should now, because I've got it connected to that webhook, this should drop into the Discord chat for this, um, uh, for kindergarten. Let's have a look. So if I pay that, okay, so I'm pay, pay the 30 sats, boom, paid. Okay. Oh, there we are. Look, see that? He popped up, gave me a little notification. So uh, uh, what is Alan Bits? So you can use this to, you know, I could share this with you guys, for example, now. And then if people want to ask questions, they could pay, pay me some stats to ask questions. It's pretty neat. Um, so some of these extensions are simple, uh, but, you know, pretty powerful. Like you could, you know, base entire applications off them. Uh, so what else have we got? Uh, let's go for one more. And this is LNURW. So LNURW, this is like kind of like faucets where you can, you know, scan it with your Lightning wallet and you'll be able to like pull funds out. So has anyone here got a Lightning wallet? I'm just going to assume someone's got that Lightning wallet. So if you've got a wallet, a Satoshi or a blue wallet or a BLW wallet, um, uh, get that open now so you can scan a QR code and get some free sats, which is always nice. So I'm going to connect it to that wallet, okay? Um, and I'll just call it uh, Faucet um, uh, Minimum Withdraw. So I'll do 20, 20, and there's four uses. Yeah, uh, time between withdrawals, let's say 10 seconds, um, and then create withdrawal link. Right, so this uh, QR code now, if you scan this with your wallet Satoshi or your blue wallet, then um, you should be able to pull out 20 sats um, from you know this wallet here into your wallet, which is pretty cool. Um, I'll leave that there just for a second. If you're not quick, quick enough to grab it, then you'll have to you know, want, look at the recording once it's recorded and see if you can grab it from there. Um, but you can also do pretty cool things, like you can print that out. Um, I click on that, what's going to happen? Hopefully this will work. Yeah, there we are. So you can print these out and you can stick them around your local town, um, write something on like free Bitcoin. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, there is also the option. So currently at the moment, you know, this is the same QR code uh, for all the withdrawals, but you can have unique QR codes. So basically it means that if, if one of those QR codes gets spent, then somebody can't just like, keep hitting it with some script, pulling all the sats out every time you need to use a unique QR code and you can print those out as well and stick them around your local town. So pretty sweet. So there are all the extensions. Well, I mean, they're not all the extensions. There's a whole bunch of extensions doing all sorts of things. Uh, but these are the three extensions, which I like. Um, um, but we, you know, we have a whole bunch of other extensions uh, which you can use as being slow. This might be my, uh, my internet actually. I've been having some trouble with it. Hopefully I'm not dropping out with you guys. You're all good. And oh, I, I uh, used the lightning uh, invoice and received the Satoshis. Did you pull it out? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got some too. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, me too. What's going on here? <laughs> we got some uh, some server traffic issues going on. Our, on our... So basically what happened recently um, is Alan Bits was uh, put on the Umbrel uh, store. So Umbrel is a really nice, easy way to set up a lightning node. And we've had like... Uh, 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 quite a lot of traffic suddenly coming to LM bits. I need to like up my server. Um, yeah, so there we are. So sometimes it, it can be a bit like in LMBits.com. But, you know, to be fair, you shouldn't be using LMBits.com. You should be running it yourself, uh, like any good piece of Lightning soft software. So um, 
uh, we're going to look into doing that now and that sucks <laughs> i'm sure it'll come back to life soon um right so how are we gonna do that okay um all right yes so first let me tell you a couple of different ways of running lm bits um so on a raspberry blitz it's really easy this is a nice stop it uh how do we stop it i don't want to close it so what i'm going to do copy that open up in another tab in a minute um so on the raspberry blitz it's really easy to do it's like a, a, if you're running a so a raspberry blitz is a, a nice easy do-it-yourself um lightning node which you can spin up um and it has a bitcoin full node attached to it and has a whole bunch of like software like ride the lightning and um uh, spectre and all these you know and uh, btc pay server um and you can um uh, yeah you can easily just one click install uh, those pieces of software uh, as i said recently uh, a couple of days ago we got added to the umbrel um, app store which is great i actually didn't realize how many people run umbrel but umbrel is kind of like a raspberry blitz you know you flash a little sd card and then you install umbrella in fact you can think you can install it on a, a vps as well um and then again you can you know one click install all this different software and uh, lm bits is included well they haven't actually can't see it there so they'll have to update their um uh their website here but they yeah you can you can one click install lm bits on there as well um i'm gonna actually show you kind of the harder way to install lm bits on a vps because it's uh not as hard as you think and uh, it's fun and uh, it's pretty quick as well so we're gonna we're gonna have a quick look at that um, i'm gonna install lm bits on a uh, vps um, and i'm gonna connect it to a funding source and then we're gonna connect a domain name to it as well so uh, it may feel like a little bit high level but it's really not if we just you know take our time and try and keep it simple so i'm gonna use lunar node and spin up a new virtual machine on lunar node oh there we go um create virtual machine i'm going to make a vps so luna node's great because you can pay for um uh you can pay using bitcoin um i think it runs btc pay server um, i'm going to select france for my vps and we'll call it lm bits workshop and um it's quite important we go for ubuntu 2004 because uh of our database the way we, our database can have problems with uh, 1804, so we click on that. Create virtual machine. Okay, cool. Um, so that's provisioning. If I click on manage here, in a minute it will give me a nice IP address which I can um, connect to. So I'm going to open up my terminal. Okay, clear that. And refresh this. There we are, cool. So it's 221. Um, so have a look there. We have already, even already got that there. So sudo ssh ubuntu at and then the IP address. So my username is ubuntu, and then this is the IP address. So what I'm doing is from my terminal on my computer now, I'm connecting to the you know computer this this particular VPS. Um, connection refused. What's this? Oh, here we go. Typical. So because I've already run through this um, demo workshop, uh, there's already like a fingerprint, uh, a key in my known hosts on my computer. So what's happening is it's trying to connect to the computer and then it's saying, hold on, you've got a different set of keys here. You know, this is probably someone trying to hack into the into the host. So I have to go and clear that out. So um, this is uh, something I should have done before the 
too tall over there. There we go. Uh, so there we can see we've got the offending IP address and then my key. So I'll delete that. It's very unlikely you would have to do this, um, but if you do, it's you know, not a hard thing to do. So Control S to save, and then um, so if we clear all that, right? So if we um, SSH into that server, there we go. Do I want to accept the fingerprint? Yes, I do. Okay, now it's asking me for a password. My password is here. Oh, obviously, you know, don't share this with. Um, the wider world. This is I'm going to destroy this machine after this uh, workshop. So I'll paste that in there. And then we should. There we are. We're into our um, into our VPS. It's pretty cool. Now what we're going to do is go and get um, the latest copy of LMBits. So I'm going to copy this here. And then I'm going to git clone. And that's going to pull uh, LMBits from github enter okay it's downloading lm bits it's a pretty small piece of software so it downloads pretty quickly which is nice and then if i ls so that'll list all the different directories on this on this vps which i'm on now um i can see that there's lm bits so lm bits is there it basically just downloaded this and then you know so if we saw these files here in the github if i cd into lm bits um and then if i ls again i can see all those files are there so that that downloaded nicely um, right, so if we go into LMBits itself and we go to install guide, okay, this is, so we've done this first thing here, haven't we? We've, we've gone and got the uh, LMBits files and folders and then we CD'd into it. Um, so now what we're going to do is we're going to run this here. So actually I need to CD back into LMBits. Okay, and then I'm just going to copy and paste that in there. So on terminal, it's control um, shift and v to, to paste hit enter right and then it's going to complain because i haven't actually installed pi because this is a brand new ubuntu server um so i need to install a uh, virtual environment python 3 virtual environment um, so all i need to do is just copy that and then sudo so install as admin paste that there and then it's going to say that it's locked let's try it um using just apt is it locked? Yeah, it's locked. So basically what's happened is the, the VPS, because it's just spun up, it's currently still, you know, installing some stuff in the background. So that's not the end of the world. We can do other stuff while we're waiting for that to work. Um, so on our virtual server, this is the IP address for the virtual uh, server. So I'm going to copy that. I'm going to connect a, um, a URL to it, a domain to it. So I've got my domain registrar here. Um, uh, I'm using GoDaddy, but I mean, you know, there's plenty of probably better um, registrars which accept Bitcoin. GoDaddy doesn't accept Bitcoin. I don't know why I use that. I just sort of bad habits, I suppose. Um, I'm going to use this one. I recently got Nostrify.com because I'm not using it for anything else. Um, so I'm going to click on it. I'm going to go to DNS. I'm going to go to uh, Manage Zones. I think it's Manage Zones. Yes, it is. And then it's going to ask me to type that in again, which is annoying. Nostrify.com. Okay, oh, there he is. Um, here we go. So at the moment, the A record is set to this IP address, but we want it to be set to our IP address for our, you know, VPS, don't we? Um, so I'm going to edit that, and I'm just going to paste in that IP address there. I'll get rid of the white space just in case it throws, throws a little fit about it. Save it. Okay, so now 
uh, Nostify.com is pointing to that, you know, IP address. However, there's nothing um, on there. So if I go to it, I'm just going to get, you know, the site can't be reached. Um, so, yeah, we need to go back here. And then hopefully while we were doing that, we'll now be able to, here we go, we can install our virtual environment thing. So, yes, I want to install it. Where are we? Here we go. So where are we? we were, well, we're installing it so we can run this command, aren't we? Right, so we installed the virtual end thing. I'm going to paste that in there. Should be able to run it now. There we go. Uh, so that will make a virtual environment. And uh, we're going to install all the dependencies which uh, LMBits uses, which are kept to a minimum. Um, and you can check out the dependencies if you want in the GitHub. I'm going to paste that there. Okay, so it's installing all those dependencies. Um, and then we're going to run these other things here. And see if um, Alan Bits is still throwing a hissy fit. Whether it's fixed itself. Look at that, I've gone and lost my wallet already. Ah, oh, there we are, it's working again. It's traffic, too much traffic. We need to get a better um, server. Okay, what's that red thing here? Oh, we don't need to worry about that. Right, okay, so it's installed all our dependencies. Um, so we need to run the next argument, which is this argument here. Ooh. So we have a, you know, in order to connect to our funding source, like our node or whatever we're going to use, um, we have this uh, file called .env, and that has a whole bunch of variables in which we're going to play around with in a minute. Um, these ones here, I'm just going to grab all these in one go, actually. Um, and this is going to, like, you know, build all the databases. Um, and then... If I can run that. Okay, cool. Right, so uh, we're running uh, LMBits now on this virtual private server. Um, and it's giving me this IP address, um, which if I open, isn't going to work because it's like localhost. Um, so it would work if I was installed on my computer now and I went to that, but it's not going to work because, you know, I I need to connect to the uh, external IP of this um, of this VPS. So let's go back to here. That's that. Copy that. So now, hopefully, if I put that in there, enter, boom, we've got LM bits. So there's our installed LM bits on here. Um, can spin up a wallet. Uh, now, this won't work because we haven't actually connected it to our funding source. So we need to connect it to a funding source. Uh, for demo purposes now, I'm going to use LMPay because you can use LMPay. You can also use OpenNode. You can use LND, um, C-Lightning, uh, LNTXBot. Uh, and a whole bunch of other ones as well, which I can't remember. So if I go to LM, actually, if I do this in incognito. Um, LN pay. And I need to register sign in. Okay. Now, what's quite nice about LM pay is you can just. Uh... Oh, okay. I can just. Make a dummy account now for this demo. Um, create wallet. Yeah, cool. So uh, this will give me some like API keys for this funding source, which I can connect my LM bits to. Um, and one of them is uh, so if I if I click on developers, I get this secret API key here. I'll be needing that, so I'm going to copy that. I'm going to go back to here. I'm going to Control C, um, which will close my LM bits server so I can add that funding source. Um, so I'm going to go sudo nano. So nano is just like a text editor, basically. 
Um, and then I'm going to type in .env, and that's my um, uh, file with all those variables in, uh, environment variables for Island Bits install. So we can change the name of the site title here. Uh, so I could call this like LM Bits Workshop. Probably need to put that in quotation marks. Um, and uh, what do we need to change here? So we're going to add our LM Pay wallet. So at the moment it's set to like a dummy void wallet thing. Uh, but you can see the different funding sources here we can use. So LN Pay Wallet. And if I go down to the bottom, here we go, LM Pay Wallet here. And where are we? It says the API key. We need to add that key, which we just copied to there. And we also need to add a wallet API key too. So if I go to wallets, details, and get this admin key, pop that in there. Right, Ooh. cool. So we've added our keys. Uh, if I save that now, exit out, and we should, if I spin up this again, yep, it's saying we're connected to the LMPay wallet and we have um, a balance of zero on there. So now, I'm so confused, which window am I on? Here we go. Don't need that anymore, so I can close that. Um, this is LMBits. Here we go. This is the one, isn't it? Okay, so here's my IP address. So if I click on that again, okay, here's the wallet. So I should now be able to create an invoice and actually fund this wallet. And it's connected to my LMPay account. Boom, there we are. Um, so that's working. But we want to use our URL, which we're pointing, which we just pointed using that um, A record to this virtual private server. We want to use that. So we're going to use a, a wonderful piece of software called Caddy to do that, which we'll need to install. So caddy install and Debian Ubuntu. Copy this. Oh, here we're going to close our Elmbit server again, so we can install caddy. I'm going to paste that in there. So this is going to add. Um, Add the source so we can install Caddy. So, um, so Caddy is really useful because uh, it will issue us with an SSL certificate and route all our traffic when it comes through from Nostify.com to our LMBits install. So now if I update, okay, and now I should be able to do sudo install Caddy. Nope, Udo, sudo, Caddy's installing. All this stuff used to be much harder um, before before Caddy. Uh, so I'm going to do sudo Caddy stop, just in case it's running. It probably isn't, but just in case. And then I'm going to do sudo nano Caddy file. And this is going to make like a settings file for our, for our Caddy setup. Oh, got CAD file. Caddy file. There we go. And we're going to say all traffic from nostify.com. We're going to do a reverse proxy to that uh, local host server. So 0. Yeah, 0, 0, 0, 0, and then port 5000, save. 
and then we should be able to do sudo caddy start and caddy very cleverly will route all that traffic to our Bit server at this IP address and it'll see that we haven't got a um, secure you know, certificate for the website and it'll issue us with one of those automatically. And now, moment of truth, if we go to, in fact, it's not going to work because our server's not running, is it? So let me, um, where's that come out? Here we go. Bear with me. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. So now we're good. So we'll run our LMBit server. It's actually got something to connect to. LMBit is running. Caddy's running. We should be good to go. So now if we go to Nostify.com, boom. There's our LMBit install we just did on our VPS. We've got a secure certificate. So we get you know, the funky little lock thing. And it's connected to a funding source. We're using LMPay. You could use, you know, connect this VPS to your node. Um, if you're running something like Umbrella or Blitz, it does all that for you. It just takes care of it for you. Um, if you want, you can switch to different um, funding sources. So, you know, if I'm not happy with LMP, I could switch to OpenNode or I could switch to LNTX bot, whatever. Let's create an invoice. Cross our fingers, hope it works. So we go send some sets. So I understand that this, like, you know, I'm kind of rushing through this, but this is being recorded. So you could go through this video and pause it and, you know, um, you should be good to go. Why isn't that? Oh, there we are. It's updated 10 sats. So I've got my 10 sats on my LM bits install at nostify.com. Um, if you all want to go to nostify.com, you can you set yourself up a wallet. Don't put any funds on there because I'll take it down after this workshop. Um, and then you can play around with these uh, extensions, uh, doing all sorts of fun things. This is a good one, subdomains. So the subdomains extension, Say if I have my, you know, my Nostify thing. Now we all know about, uh, you know, A records. If I've got my uh, Nostify.com website here, I could sell subdomains of Nostify.com. So, you know, and people could use those subdomains to, I don't know, run LM bits on, for example. Uh, so where are we? Uh, so if I click on here, I can select the type of uh, domain record, which can be set. And then someone gets, you know, this will... Um, create a link and that link will be a form a bit like that uh, ticketing thing you can go in and you can just select what your subdomain you want um, the, the amount of time so it's like daily you know you pay sats per day for having the subdomain and then you pay an invoice and then it automatically um, uh, issues that subdomain to that domain it's pretty cool um, although you have to connect it to something, something called Cloudflare but yeah there's a tutorial for this that's worth covering. Uh, if you go to, um, uh, so all my videos, which I did with the hardware, that was on a uh, the World Crypto Network. But if you go to World Crypto Network, and then if you look at playlists, there is a playlist for um, bit stuff. Some of these are a little bit outdated. So the install um, uh, tutorial, for example, uh, I think it's a bit outdated, and I might even you know update it with this one. Um, uh, but yeah, there's a video here on on how to set up the subdomains extension and you know the ticketing one and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and there's a couple of older extensions which we're no longer using, but um, uh, yeah, but there's still some tutorials for them there. Um, so uh, the easiest way probably to run LM bits on your own and run a Bitcoin node and Lightning node all in one is probably Umbrella. Uh, I would say. Uh, so it's great that they've added us. 
if any developers out there um, who want to use those API endpoints in LMBits, so you know most of those extensions, uh, this one doesn't, but say, yeah, this FOSS extension, the LNURLW extension, if I open that up, that has API information there. So you can like, you know, your soft, your, whatever bit of software you're making can use these uh, API points to request, you know, these faucets. And then you could use it, I don't know, for giving people sats or whatever on your website. Um, you could just connect to those directly through API requests uh, or uh, uh, Miguel, a developer called Miguel popped into our chat the other day and he's actually made a nice uh, Node.js library for LMBits where you get like all these endpoints um, in little functions and you can easily install this into your software stack if you're you know, running some sort of website and you want to have LMBits managing Lightning accounts uh, in the back end for you. Um, so yeah, bit of a whirlwind there. Uh, sorry if I've just confused everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, pretty cool how easy it is it's easy it is to set up. And uh, yeah, uh, if you use, if you are going to play with LMBits, be feel free to use LMBits.com. But as you saw before, you know, I, I, it's it's really just for playing around with the software and demoing with the software. Don't put any funds on there, please. Uh, um, if you want to, you know, use this thing and, and um, uh, for act, putting actual funds on there, then then run your own version of LMBits, either on Umbrella or yourself on a you know VPS. Uh, or, or on something like the Raspberry Blitz. Uh, so I think that's it. Um, hopefully everyone's, we've got an error. Oof. Hopefully everyone's, um, oh, one more thing actually, because when I close this terminal window, um, it will uh, close my LMBit server. So I need to do something called no hop. So I'm gonna close that. Okay, and for this, this is command to spin up my LMBit server. Uh, at the beginning, Ooh, what's going on there? Oh, I'm going to do uh, no hot, and then at the end, oh no, this is because I've got I've got caddy running, so it's like yeah, let's clear that. Okay, um, so here we go, no hop, and then at the end, do one of these little and things. Enter. So what that's done is that's spun up um uh the server uh but then it's sort of disconnected this terminal window from that um server running i can reconnect to it at a later date which means i can now close this terminal window close window and hopefully this thing will still be running there we go cool <laughs> so yeah if there's uh anyone with any questions at all that was awesome ben definitely it's okay yeah that was that was beautiful you you definitely went through it a, a little quickly for people to follow so i know that there is some questions i don't know if they want to put it in the chat or if they want to unmute themselves and ask you yeah yeah sure ask me questions sorry sorry if i if i if i did rush through i was actually supposed to slow it down a bit but no, um, i mean i yeah. i think you're good because it's recorded they, they can you know pause it and play yeah. it and so but uh, I mean, it it definitely looked a lot easier than what uh, I thought it would be. So that's that's really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, if you if you set aside, you know, it takes I can like spin this thing up in like ten minutes with like URL and with a uh, you know SSL certificate and all that stuff. Um, if you spend like an hour, you know, just going through what we just did in this workshop, uh, you'll be able to get a, an Allen bit spun up. And what's cool about it because 
you know, if you use a service like Luna Node, pay for it in Bitcoin, uh, there's a, a, a domain registrar called AH Names, and they accept Bitcoin on Lightning Network, actually, which is pretty cool. So you can pay for a domain, like a cheap domain name for like 99 cents using Lightning Network, put in false credentials. Uh, you could spin up an LM Bits just for a day, you know, um, uh, you know, for the for a cost of a couple of dollars um, and then just take it down at the end of the day. Uh, so I, I'm sort of quite interested for, for people to use Alan Bits in that way, maybe for conferences, you know, they just want to spin it up. Um, and as I you know, you can change the name of the, the, the your Alan Bits install. Um, in the roadmap, we're going to be also adding the ability to, you know, change the color theme. So say for your local bar, um, uh, you know, you wanted to kit them out with a nice payment solution, then Alan Bits obviously has the point of sale. Uh, but you could, you know, set the colors in LM bits so it matches the branding of the bar uh, and then they could change the name obviously to the to, to, to the name of the bar um, so it looked like a pretty customized piece of software um, uh, so yeah so that's and you know they could obviously then share those points of sales with all the bar people and as far as the bar people are concerned they're just inputting like fiat amounts and people pay Bitcoin um, uh, yeah so uh, it's a good I think it's a very good software solution for people who want to you know start little businesses um uh helping people on board onto bitcoin uh you know so helping other businesses uh on board onto bitcoin because you can have this just you know running on some vps so you could even have it running at the bar itself um and uh you know it, it gives them a lot of functionality very quickly yeah super cool thanks for your Jennifer? Oh, yeah, and we've also got dark mode too. Sorry, that's an important thing to note. So, like, uh, I've I, I use Ellen Bits sometimes on my on my Raspberry Blitz, and uh, I kind of think of it as like kind of a sub wallet that's active on my node. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, like, in in watching you kind of deploy this, uh, I, I I saw you start the server, and then you wanted to con uh, connect a. a, a a payment source yeah. from that. Could you talk a little bit more about that? Because I was thinking that, like, Ellen Bits itself is sort of a, a wallet. No, so I mean, it it it's a layer which sits on top of a funding source. So you know, you have funding source like LND, for example, um, which is a Lightning node, isn't it? Or you have C Lightning or Eclair or whatever, um, or you have these like custodial solutions like Open Node or LMPEG, um, you know, which you can use to generate lightning invoices and send funds to them and whatever you know send and receive money to um uh lm bits kind of sits on top of that and adds, adds all this extra functionality um and you can run it on top of any of these funding sources so in your blitz you know you have uh, an lnd node running and lm bits just connects directly to that lnd node um uh again actually in a future update we will you know when i did all the um yeah, the variables filling in the variables for the funding source i had to kind of do it through the command line uh, through that dot n file um using nano the text editor nano in terminal um that will be uh you know a form actually out on lm bits uh, uh hopefully pretty soon because i think that'll make it way easier to kind of set up you know you can spin it up and then you go to like i don't know this admin extension which only you as the admin can see and then in there, you could then put in your funding source information. 
Um, so yeah, so it's it's it's. I sometimes I think of it as like layer two and a half. Like it just kind of like sits on top of these lightning funding sources. Um, nice. Hmm. But uh, so, uh, something else, in fact, so Ellenbits.com, uh Hopefully soon as well, we'll be adding. You know, so say if I'm I've connected it to my LND node, and then for whatever reason my LND node goes down, it could then, you know, for redundancy it could just turn to an LNPay um, uh, account or an open node account temporarily until you know my LND nodes fixed or the channels have balanced again or whatever. Um, so again, you know, like helps kind of smooth that onboarding experience for a, a, some cafe or bar. Like suddenly they get wonky channels and they're node isn't accepting bitcoin the ellen bits itself will just go okay well that's not working i'm going to go and use you know your open node account term temporarily so you can still accept their uh, bitcoin payments yeah i get quite a, a few questions about uh or like concerns about installing ellen bits on on your node because like you know i've got all these channels you know with a whole bunch of like you know local balance and different amounts in each channel and then this ellen bits is sort of like a you've got your own balance might not match up with the actual channels that you have. And uh, so I've got lots of concerns or uh, from from people asking that, uh, like who who is paying the routing fees when someone pays out of this Ellen Bits well, wallet? So the, the fees are included in uh, the transactions here. So this fee, this one just didn't have any fees because I'm using LM pay and LM pay um, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't charge for lightning transactions. Uh, I think they just shoulder the, you know, the, the the fees there. I think I think we do the same on AllenBits.com um, as well. I don't think we charge, but you know, when you run this yourself, the fee will just sort of turn up here uh, if you send a payment or, or receive a payment. Um, so it'll uh, actually subtract from the the balance in this AllenBits wallet. Yeah, and so with these AllenBits wallets, there's no way to you have to fund them, you know, with something. So uh, it's kind of annoying, but actually it's. it's it's sort of useful as well to keep an eye on your balances. So if you have LND and it's connected to LND, you'll need to send out a transaction out and then back in in order to fund an LMBits wallet, you know? Uh, so out to some other wallet, like a wallet Satoshi or Blue Wallet or whatever, and then back into LMBits. So essentially, I mean, when you when you when I create an invoice and then pay an invoice in LMBits, uh, it that those funds are just, you know, the invoice is generated on the funding source. So the invoice in here. Uh, which I'm generating, say on your install, for example, which is on a blitz, um, that invoice is coming, you know, directly from LND. So LND bits is requesting an invoice um, uh, um, uh, on, you know, for, from LND for your, on your behalf and then showing you that invoice. Uh, so it's not like, you know, so it's, it's really just, um, yeah, a layer which just kind of sits uh, above the funding source. Uh, and in many ways it's kind of, more secure because you it's 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 like an extra thing to have to kind of get through to get to your funding source if you know what i mean like i said if i've got my uh, atm um hardware uh you know rather than have my admin macaroon for my lnd or my atm uh, i can just use you know uh the admin key in an lnb bits wallet and it can only access the amount the funds which are in this wallet it can't you know once they're spent it can't then go and access the rest of my funds, which are on the LND node sitting underneath it. That's so awesome. So it's got like its own like accounts layer that is disconnected from the wallet itself, but it's it's tracking all those things. Yeah, yeah. And actually, there's something quite neat, which uh, a bit of functionality, which we um, 
we don't talk about enough actually uh but i'll quickly show it you uh oh where's that got do 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 i'll copy that no sorry well, I'll log back into my vps Okay, and then if I CD back into that LMBits folder, and what was it, sudo nano um, uh, env variable thing, uh, you can actually limit the users which are on your LMBits install. So if I take, um, uh, where are we? User, this little string here, yeah, because that's user and wallet. So yeah, so this string here, and I copy that. Um, I think that's somewhere else as well. Is that it? No, it's not there. Oh, this is because it's the user. Yeah, sorry. Um, and if I take this user string here and then pop that in there and save. Um, now, I'll need to reboot the um, I don't need the no hop thing. Oh, oh crikey. I always forget. How do you do? Right there list no hop <laughs> terminal there we go i spent my whole time googling things list of programs running with no hop here we go um using jobs oh, yeah. uh, this is just using screen instead which i probably should have done because i'm more used to it um, what do I do here then? Sorry. Is that jobs? No. Oh, uh, sorry, I, I, I tied myself in knots here. I'd have to spend a little time Googling it so I can connect back to my um, my LMBit server. This is worth me doing because um, someone will obviously want to do the same thing. Uh, so I want to sort of no-hop back into my uh, LMBit's um server which i'm running and then you know turn it off and then turn it on again um oh right yeah oh i can't remember the name the the number of the the no hop oh so one of these annoying things which oh here we go It's one of these annoying things which, uh, as soon as the workshop's over, I'll be able to find how to do. And it's completely, completely forgotten how to do now. Oh, here we go. No options, no help. Oh. So what are we doing in, the, in this step? So what I'm doing here, because I, I use no hop so I could disconnect my, I could, I could disconnect my connection to the VPS, um, this terminal window, without the thing running which is my lmbit server then closing as well so what no hop does is it just keeps it running and like disconnects it from the serve the terminal window uh, but i've forgotten how to like log back in to that thing so i can turn uh here we go so i can turn um uh the lmbit server off and then here we go let's have a look start process using no hop redirect uh, that's what I did. See, this is what I did here, but now I need to be able to connect. And it gave me this number. Now I need to find that number so I can reconnect to it again. 
it's embarrassing. Terminal process running in the background. Got ping. Oh god, I'll have to. I'll have to look this up and then drop it in the chat. Sorry. <laughs> so there's a couple of ways of doing this, um, uh, and one of them is is the option called screen, which I've, I'm, I'm a bit more used to. Uh, it just means that when you close the terminal window, it doesn't then you know close your. I tell you what, I could do. I could do it the really lame way. The really lame way indeed. Uh, and then I could just uh, I could shut down the server and just restart the server again. Here we go. Let's just reboot the server. It's very lame. Um, yeah, that'll disconnect me, and I'll reconnect to it. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, because so, what I want to do is I want to update it so I can show you that uh, now only that one user has access to um, the Ellen Bits install, which is running. Uh, okay, so let's get back into here. Well, it's probably still booting up. Just when I, you know, you thought I couldn't confuse you anymore. Here we go. So if I log back into my server, my VPS, okay, and then CD LM bits. Does it remember my? Yeah, it does. There we are. So that's my no hop thing, isn't it? Uh, well, I'll do it again for a laugh. Why not? Right. So now, hopefully, see if this works. Oh, oh, caddy. Caddy, um, pseudo caddy. So I have to start caddy again. Start. Oh, caddy, stop. There we go. Hopefully that'll work now. There we go. So I can access as this user. But if I go to here and then try and make a new wallet, hopefully, there we are. It's unauthorized. So what this means is. Sorry about um, how, how long and, and convoluted that was. Um, what this means is that, you know, if you're running LM bits on your um, on your funding source, like your Blitz, for example, and you make a faucet, you know, you don't want someone to take that URL and then use it, start using you as their own little custodian. So this is a way that you can limit access. So, it's, you know, it's, it's limited to just your one user you know the, this one this one user here he's the only person who can access it um and no one else can set up an account um on this uh you know on this ellen bits install you can also um if we sudo nano dot env yeah you can if you they're comma separate so allowed users so say if you wanted to run an ellen bits just for your family um you know your kids or whatever then uh, you could just, you know, have, you know, three or four, whatever, uh, users here and then just separate them by comma, um, and then just paste their user accounts in there. Now they'll be the, the only ones who can actually access your LM bits install then. That's what I was trying to show you, but I got, I got tangled up in my forgetting how to reconnect to my no hook thing. No, that's cool. I, I think yeah. it'll, it'll help people out either way. Um, yeah, yeah. We do have one question in our Discord. It's by yep. our buddy Nabismo, and he asks, how did you propagate that A record so quickly? What, for the um, for the URL? Yeah, I'm guessing. Um, well, I think what they're thinking is, like, if you change the name servers to a URL, um, uh, so the, the whoever's managing your name servers, uh, then that takes, like ages to propagate it's a pain in the ass um uh you could take like 24 hours to propagate or whatever but if you're just changing an a record 
which is where the URL actually points to, but you're not changing the name server, then that's more or less instant. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I've, I've got confused over that in the past. So I think he's just confused over the difference between name servers and a, a DNS record. Um, cool, dude. Well, that was got awesome. Got some, uh, yeah, uh, uh, and uh, before I go, actually, I'll, uh, we've got some more extensions coming out as well. So there's one coming out for Challenge, which is like a game challenging website. Um, uh, so you'll be able to like, you know, challenge someone to... I don't know, Fortnite, game of Fortnite, and then they'll have to pay sats to be able to play or something. Um, and what else have we got coming out? Oh, Blesco, Matt. So they that's the hackers, uh, what's it called? Parallel Polis in Prague. Uh, they have uh, an ATM, like my ATM, um, but they, they've managed to make it offline, so it doesn't even need to be connected to the internet. It's very funky and clever, uh, and they're making an extension for that. Um, which is great. I really like the idea of like very kind of niche extensions. Um, what else have we got? Oh, we've also got if you're, um, you know, a WordPress user. I wonder if this is still up. Jigger what? Let's have a little look. If you're a WordPress user and you have a blog, um, here we are, tutorials. We've got a nice uh, WordPress. Here we go. Paste that's to read more. Um, like a paywall, which you can pop into your WordPress blog that uses Alan Bits, so you can pay that, get the rest of the. How much of how much am I charging for this? Oh, that's I'm awesome. I've got enough uh, balance on here. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Uh, Super Testnet using the um, Alan Bits Telegram. So, oh yeah, join us on the Alan Bits Telegram. It's just you know backslash Alan Bits. Um, he made this little WordPress plugin, which is great, and that connects to you know. So you can either put in your ellenbits.com and then like your um, API key, uh, or you, you know if you're running it yourself, just put in your your URL and then the API key, and then it just connects to a wallet and sends the funds to a wallet of your choice. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's nice. I don't think it's in the official WordPress. Um, I don't think it's in the official WordPress plugin thing. I think we've got it in there yet. But you can find that from our GitHub. Um, part of my scattiness, by the way, is, you know, you tweeted out, uh, don't drink too much. We've got a workshop tomorrow. <laughs> and then, and then you know, we hit a trillion. So I couldn't help but drink too much. And... <laughs> Can't blame you. Can't is, blame you. Is Ellen Bits in the Umbral implementation? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. That's and that's the easiest way in the world to install. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where is it? You we... can hook up a WordPress to your local like Raspberry Pi running Umbral, and so you could have a public website that is like pointed towards your local Umbral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could, yeah. You, I mean, you could have your WordPress on whatever WordPress hosting thing you've got it on. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the payments could be going straight to your node. Um, now, is, here's a question with that plugin. Is it pointing towards the Tor address? How is that working as far as, like, pointing it towards your Umbral through, like, the Tor address or something? I'm kind of curious if, if you can get into that a little bit. So if you've got uh, Tor running on Umbral... Is that right? So Tor, so Tor's running on Umbrel, and you have Ellen Bits running on Umbrel, or have you got the 
um, would you are you saying that you've got the the WordPress websites on uh, Tor? Well, no, I'm Tor? saying like say you have just a regular like WordPress on the open internet, but then how is it pointing towards the Umbral implementation through Tor? You see what I'm saying? You're going from a public, regular, open internet to a Tor implementation on the Umbral. Uh, all right, so so I mean, if you're if you're running Tor on, if your Umbral is hidden behind, so you, is your Umbral hidden behind Tor? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Umbral yeah. defaults the Tor. Ah, okay. I haven't run. I've never run Umbral. I feel terrible. I need to. I need to run it. Um, you can uh, connect. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think. Oh, I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it, Tor is um, uh, HTTP, isn't it? So I'm pretty sure you can connect that WordPress extension to your LM bits running behind Tor. Um, I know the Blitz, the Raspberry Blitz, has a bridge thing where you can like get a regular normal, you know, clear net domain name, um, but then that then routes traffic to your uh, Tor address. We actually spent flipping ages uh, getting LM bits to work because it's you know. Obviously, quite confusing. Oh, so it's like it's like going from an IP address to a Tor address to your LM bits, and then information is going back and forth. Like it's 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 pretty it's pretty tricky getting that working. Uh, but no, oh, LM bits okay. so, just run on Tor. So you can use the RAS Blitz to point a normal like open internet domain to a local implementation on a Raspberry Pi. That yeah, that to a to a to, like... to a Tor address to a dot onion address. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to take a closer look at that because, yeah, no, but I, mean, I appreciate I, it. Yeah, no, I think I think um, you know, running Umbrel um, uh, with LM bits running on it, that you could just you know in that plugin, that WordPress plugin, I'm pretty sure you could just put in the Tor address, and it would just do the get and post requests um, to the to the Tor address. I'm not 100 percent sure. It's probably mm -hmm. worth, and I actually can't find the the plugin anyway. Uh, it's on here somewhere. Oh, I think yeah, we have I don't it in get our. Hung up on it, but I have to take a closer look at that because that is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Where's the? Um... Oh, here we go. BTC paywall. This is it. So this is the WordPress plugin thing. Here we go, and it tells you how to like set it up and stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah. I've been using uh, that on that base for a while. It's uh, it's been really nice to to have, so I can kind of. Uh you know, have my little walkthroughs and whatnot for lightning and to just use, uh, right now it's, I'm, I'm using the custodial one, but, uh, yeah, I've been meaning to connect it to my raspberry blitz. Yeah. Yeah. It's great for, um, you know, if you're demoing lightning and you're like, look, it's so easy. It's just been up a point of sale and you can do this and Hey George, you want some money? Here's a faucet. Oof. Um, uh, I use the faucet thing myself on our, World Crypto Network shows. We do a weekly show called the Bitcoin Group, and I often make a faucet on there, and we just put the QR code on the screen, and then you know every couple of minutes someone can suck out 100 sats um, out of the screen, which we you know, think is just kind of pretty cool. Um, although you are paying your audience, That's so. a fantastic project that you got going. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've, it's I've it's really great, enjoyed. man. Yeah, it's great. I mean, what we need, I mean, we need contributors, we need people running it. Um, uh, Alan Bits itself is is really pretty stable because uh, we've had it running on alanbits.com for about a year, and uh, you know had a few bugs. Uh, obviously, 
the, the worst bug we ever had was when when we first started Allen, but when I you know, first started wrote Allen bits and my coding's not the best. So thank God it's been audited and reviewed and uh, and, and fixed since then. But when I first started Allen bits and I, I spun it up on allenbits.com, um, I had this random bug where every single wallet on allenbits.com, the uh, you know the the balance um, uh, changed to an infinity symbol. <laughs> And and people could just withdraw as much money as they want. And the, the book was there for about 12 hours. And because no one knew about LM Bits, it just it was fine, managed to patch it and work around it. Um, and, and now, you know, LMBits.com is, you know, it's um, backed by my funding source. It just runs smoothly. Uh, the, the thing we've had the past couple of days is the um, the server getting hammered. But once I upgrade that, you know, it's, it's great. It's a great piece of software. Um, and it, it having it having a version running, you know, bits.com running, kind of hardens, uh, you know, any any bugs or any exploits or anything like that. They've you know they've, they've come to light pretty early on because um, you know people were really testing it for vulnerabilities. Um, it's quite interesting as well watching you know my uh, where I have the VPS on my DigitalOcean where the Alambits is um is running uh watching like the server traffic when if someone's trying to attack it or you know you'll have like i don't know a million transactions for one satoshi going in and out repeatedly to see if it can like you know trick it into thinking i don't know overload the system and get free sats and so far it's it's you know it's been uh it's been it's been very resilient strong piece of software which is great i'm curious on uh github you can look up statistics for different repositories i'm kind of curious if you can like look at the statistics for this uh paywall like can you see how many people are downloading it and you oh, what the the the, the word the wordpress uh plugin yeah yeah i'm just kind of curious as far as like testing and in the wild and you know that kind of stuff as far as yeah as yeah i mean event. i think i mean it's not even on the WordPress uh, plugin thing, so um, I'm not sure how well it's tested. To be fair, but yeah, I mean, you could probably go take a look at it. I'm mean, saying that. I mean, this is this is fork. Um, is super test nets? Oh, sorry. Uh, how do I see his actual the actual repo? Oh, I don't know. I mean, if you, could, you could probably go and have a look through. Um, I mean, this is you, you know this is. Did you say it's listed in like the WordPress plugin? So like No, no, it's a... not. No, you'd have to you have to download this this plugin and then install it. You download the zip and install it um okay. in your WordPress. I mean, this is a separate project really to Alan Bits. It's just like a nice thing someone made so you can connect your WordPress blog to it, to Alan Bits. Um uh and it's basically just using, you know, those API requests. It's just, you know, it's it's when you right. click on that little read more thing, it's just it's just, you know, uh so like create an invoice. So say we could take this here for Ellenbits.com. I could go here, go out there, uh new. Um Yeah, I'm not trying to get hung up on it, but that's the one thing that really is interesting to me. So Yeah, no, I'm dude, just... I to I feel you. Like I I um uh, I actually did a bounty for it because um, I wanted an easy way to have like a read more pay sats to read more, like, you know, like y'all's website. I wanted an easy way to integrate that into WordPress. And there are a few plugins like C lightning had a plugin, um, but it was just like specifically for C lightning. What's great about it 
being for LM bits is it's not specifically for one node because you can have any node running underneath LM bits, if you know what I mean. So right, right. Yeah, yeah. So so I, yeah, I actually I actually put out a bounty. I was like, I really want this thing to exist in the world. Can you please? I'm just put, I think you have to put a dummy um, URL in there. Send it to Google. Sheet. It'd be cool to have a Laravel plugin or something as well, and that would just really. Oh, what plugin? Help. Sorry, L- Laravel, which is a, like a PHP, um, you know, website framework. Yeah, it's that would be interesting too, because that would just really ease adoption and help people to kind of integrate this stuff into their web applications and stuff so that's awesome stuff i'm so, yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's no no it's cool i mean i'll uh, i'll look that up i'll look it up you know um we often have uh um you know uh say if we have like a lightning hack day thing uh, one of the fulmo lightning hack days well there'll often be a couple of bounties available for someone to to make an extension in fact that's where the um subdomains extension came from selling your subdomain through cloudflare through lm bits um so yeah it's it's, it's well worth checking the the telegram um lm bits on on telegram uh and, and, and jumping in there and seeing what's going on you know if there's any bounties or whatever and then also just like you know ideas like that please suggest them you know um, we have quite a uh, active developer community. A lot of the people in the in the chat are developers, and you know if they see an idea they like, though. What's great about LM Bits is it's. I mean, I didn't talk about the the. In fact, let's first uh, first I'll do this curl request. See if I can get an invoice. And there we are, get an invoice. Boom. There we are. So if you had your application, you can use curl to. That, so that's an invoice for you know this wallet on LMBits.com using this thing here um if i go to manage extensions man i'm pissed up so slow it'd be great to have a jekyll extension too so that people could add it to their like github pages yeah you know that would be kind of weird because the jekyll is kind of like a static page but if there was some way to add like a JavaScript framework so that the addresses could be dynamic or something to yeah, be Jekyll cool. would be awesome too, just for, you Dude, know, join, join the tele, join the telegram and drop, drop in all these, uh, all these, uh, all these great ideas. Oh, here we go. Build your own. So if we go to build your own here in the extensions, um, there's some information here on the different, uh, frameworks we're using. If you are a developer and you want to contribute and build an extension, um, we're using Quart, which is a really nice, simple um, framework for uh, the server. And then for the front end, we're using Vue.js and the, the Quasar framework. Quasar's great. Um, so that's all the, the visual stuff. You can you can see the UI stuff. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, and, and Quart's basically running the back end. Um, and then we have you know some variables you can use in your extension to you know get information about whichever user is is online at the time uh you know to, to be able to interact with their you know your extension with the wallet for example if they're using it um so you know it, it, it's i think the extension thing is really useful because you can quite easily you know if, if you go into the um is it worth me opening up vs code let's have a look yes it is what am i in at the moment is there a uh, Docker implementation so that you could just spin up a Docker service? Umbrel, um have done a Docker thing. Uh, we're not like 
dockery people. <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, so we 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 haven't we haven't sorted out a Docker implementation. But uh, Umbrel, um, in order for it to run on Umbrel, they had to make a Docker implementation, and it is um, built every time we push to master. It rebuilds the Docker image, so you always end up with the Docker image is always the most up to date Docker image. Oh, um, so Umbral created a Docker implementation. Yeah, they created a okay. Docker implementation, but it's on. They're pulling it from our GitHub. Right. So if we go, right, if we right. go back here, and then there should be a Docker thing in here somewhere. There we are. There's the Docker file there. Yeah, and you can see that um, yesterday. Uh, it's, it's it was created yesterday because that was when the last push was um uh the last update um right so i was going to do oh yeah i was going to very quickly if there's any developers out there so this is lm bits the you know all the files should make lm bits run and i was just going to show you what's cool about these extensions is so each so you have the core software core lm bits which is like um you know your wallet and all that stuff um and this this thing here this menu and then you have each one of these extensions and each one of these extensions um, is like its own self-contained file and it even has its own database as well uh, so you know it's it's you know it's a, it's it's like a it's 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 not integrated into core it's very easy to just develop an extension for lm bits and then we can just plug it in and we don't have to play around with core and create exploits it's you know keep it you know, nice and safe and secure um, and then you know it's a, a fairly generic layout you, know, you have your different api views so these are the different api points which my extension my you know, paywall extension is uh is, is connecting to um and then these are the different routes for the the different um pages uh so the paywall extension itself this isn't it's a bit confusing because this isn't the um anything to do with the wordpress paywall we just showed this is to be able to make a regular normal paywall so i can make a paywall here so if i connect that to that wallet and then the redirect url is http oh https um, google.com pay to go somewhere so lame um and then you can pay you know 20 sats uh, create a mem remember paywall payments so they have to pay for twice okay all right so if i i should get a link now i get a link Oh, that's the actual link to the website. Sorry, if I click this thing here, right? So this is our paywall. So you can give this to somebody, and then in order to to to, to get the link, they have to pay twenty sats. So I click on the little arrow thing, and so this is like a, a paywall page, I suppose. And I click pay, all right, and then boom, was uh, payment received says okay well this is the url and then i can click on open url and go to the url so that's another way of doing you know paywalls um uh and the, ex the extension you know this is the files and folders and it's it's pretty sort of you know simple generic layout for a, a developer to play around with I mean, what you can even do is you can just go in if you wanted to make an extension you could like clone this do word you know word replace replace all the paywall words and then make your own extension and then just start hacking into it and um, add some extra functionality if you want to. That's quite a nice way to make an extension. So, any Dude, other? That's, uh, ex that's exciting, man. Like I, I've kind of like checked out, you know, like taking a look at this, like you know, once you know every once in a while and. Dude, this thing's come a long way, man. Congratulations, dude. That's awesome. 
it is super cool. I like this one. This is the most useless, extin useless extinction uh, on LM bits. Uh, but one day it might be useful again. This is for like physical events, <laughs> Bitcoin events, which you want to charge for. So you can like, um, let's have a look. Uh, closing dates for tickets. That when the event begins. That's pretty ugly, isn't it? I need to sort that out. Um, the event ending. The amount of tickets. There's a hundred tickets. It's price per ticket. Hundred sats connected to that wallet. Name. Create event. All right. So now I've got an event. I can give. Not that one. I can give this link out to people. Oh, sorry. Ticket closing date has passed. Lame. Um. Closing for tickets. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Of course. Duh. Uh, where are we? I see the closing dates tomorrow. Day event. There we go. So that should work now. Okay. So I could give this form out to somebody. They could put in their name, their email, submit. They pay their. How much was how much was I charging for this event? Because I don't even know if I've got one for enough on my wallet. Oh, 100 Satoshi, see if it lets me. Right, pay. Paid. It's checking. Okay, cool. It said. Listen, there's some ugly uh I need to go in here and change the CSS here. Okay, so here's my so what it does is it generates a ticket. So uh this is uh, a QR code which you would print out um and take with you to the event and then yeah I'll tell you what should we try oh no it won't work um uh yeah you take this with you to your to, to your event and then uh on the event itself you can use this link to scan the tickets so if i refresh this here we go this you can see there's this person and that's their ticket and then you know i can click on the scan thing which won't work because i'm using the camera here um and uh you can uh, scan the ticket um, so yeah, it's like a way of, of, of running an event, a Bitcoin event and then charging for it. Um, I really like this extension, but it's completely and utterly useless in the world of COVID. <laughs> yeah, I always think of like bands and stuff, like selling merch at the merch table. That's definitely like a important use case to test against, and hopefully things will open up again and bands will be able to use this to sell merch and that kind of stuff yeah let's hope so let's hope so again what's great about this actually is you can you know because we've got this like front end page which is connected to this event which we just set up in this extension um um you can share this with the people on the door you know your, your bouncer or whatever or your yeah people working at the event and then they can just have this on their phone and just could be scanning people's tickets as they enter the event um uh and you know that's that's someone's ticket so it's just you know it's just that's a simple so like this piece of software if you were to build it from scratch you would have to build like you know something which is interacting with a node or a payment source and is able to get an invoice and blah, blah, blah. but just building it as an extension on lm bits you know it's a lot of that work's already done for you so um you know, not only is Alan Bits great as a kind of custodial solution or for onboarding businesses or for setting up your friends and family with wallets or whatever, um, or playing around with these functions, it's also a great thing to kind of just include in a software stack. You know, if you're building, um, uh, I don't know, say if you're building uh, a, a website where you need to receive lightning payments, Bitcoin over lightning, um, 
then just have LMBits as part of your software stack and then just, you know, do the API requests to LMBits. And then, you know, then you can make use of the, the faucet thing too. So, you know, you can give someone a, um, uh, you know, like a refund, for example, and, and send them uh, a faucet and you could do that through the API. So your website, you know, should be running. And then in the background, a lot of the heavy work is just being done by your LMBits install. It's pretty cool. I could see it, you you know, for some kind of event, you would have just regular door admission, but then you could also have one for, like, door admission and, like, a goodie bag with, like, a T-shirt and stickers or something. And so you could yeah. structure it that way to incentivize people to buy merch, like, while they're just buying their ticket to the event and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You could also have, like, circular kind of economies, so... If you've got your bar, you know, and then you're accepting Bitcoin using the POS thing, you could also have one of those little ATMs and that could be connected to like fetching the faucets, basically the faucets, um, uh, the payouts using this LNURL faucet thing. Um, so you're using the same LN bits install for, for money going in and money going out as well um, for two different, you know, and then you've just got LN bits sat there running the the atm and the point of sale and i don't know an email campaign extension would be pretty cool where you could like put in a whole bunch of people's emails and send out like a i don't know a, a, a batch uh, uh some faucets to all these people or something i don't know that would be at some point it would be nice to start connecting emails to uh bits for an extension so many things to build so little time now is when you generate these addresses it's usually it's connected to a specific value is there a way to create one where it's just like a donation address and people can send whatever value they want to it yeah i mean that i, I would as a donation address i would use um well there's a couple of things you could use you could use the support tickets and then they could send you a little message and then they just pay for the the message to get to you uh, or you could use the paywall thing um can i edit this yeah so if i make a paywall it's the wallet we don't spoof like uh http so this you know you could have it go to a uh, to your github or i don't know to your discord group or whatever um and then this could be like tips um and some description uh if you put in an amount uh you could put in i think if i put in 50 sats create the paywall uh is this the link no let's do that it's that one i think you can change the amount there so i can actually put in 100 sats you know because you could say this would be tips and you could just say here because you know, tip however much you want um yeah, look, I can send 100 sats. There we are, and we'll just generate for 100 sats. So that's probably the best way to make a tip jar. Um, oh, okay, okay. I was thinking that it was going to be a fixed amount, but since you can change it, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a shame I can't update that, because what I could actually do... No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could put um, uh, where it redirects to. could be like your Twitter account or something, or anything, you know. Um, and... Uh, yeah, pay, pay, paywall. The concept of paywalls is is really powerful. Uh, just this tool, you can use it for lots of different things other than just actually paywalling something. Um, now, now, with the paywall, is there a way to automate some type of script so that when something is paid, some kind of script 
executes on a server that like sends them something or you know like a yeah i mean is there a way i know what you mean some kind of hook well I, i mean i would change the link you know i'm linking it to google here but you could just link it to your own server which is i don't know generating something to to show them or or whatever or giving them some sort of reward or something i suppose um so it's in a it's in you could do it in a redirect yeah i would i yeah i would instead of you know obviously this is just linking to google that when you pay the paywall you go to google but i mean you you could have that going anywhere and you could have it going to your your script thing um uh, or how you could add that integrate that with some kind of that i see this subdomain thing what like where it redirects to a subdomain on the server where they're given access to other content or something that'd be fun that if you um, if you if you if you went through and you just tried to like use every single like make some application where you use every single extension in LM bits and they're all like you know you pay for a paywall sends you to a subdomain or something and then then you and the subdomain is hosting the support ticket and <laughs> you just got this little journey through all the extensions that'd be pretty good fun It'd be uh, cool if there was like a kitchen sink demo, like when you spin up a new instance. Yeah, there's like a kitchen sink demo where you're kind of like, you see what I'm saying? Where you're kind of like given different like. I know you mean. We were going to try and do. I was going to do um like a tooltip journey uh for like a noob. So and then I mean it's I think it's a pretty simple UI anyway to be fair, but um. Yeah, when someone first installs Alan Bits, I, I did want to have one of those tools. T- you know, two schools of thought on the, the tooltip journeys. They're either incredibly frustrating and annoying. You just say, yep, yep, click next, 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 whatever. You know, go away tooltips. I want to just stop playing with the software. Whereas some people actually read the uh, little tips which are coming up saying, oh, here's where you get your extensions. And you can use this extension for this and this extension for that. What I do want to do, and I think I should do actually, is make a little video for each one of the extensions. Um, or an animation or something and then pop it into the uh into this this part of the extension so just to very briefly explain what the extension's for um let me try this thing again i really like this one as well so what's this so 20 sats per word create form okay this is a form which you could give out you know Ooh. Oh, i look at that i have to do two words yeah, it's a bit of a bug um three submit oh i've only got 28 sats in my wallet to pay that's annoying <laughs> can i do it there let's change that to two sats per word oh yeah two sats per word and okay oh hello everybody I like the support ticket extension as well, just because of the webhook thing. I think it's super cool. So if we, if we, you know, because I put in that Discord webhook, as soon as I pay, we should, boom, look at that, in the chat of this uh, channel on Discord. Hello, everybody. Um, but uh, I would like to see, um, you know, I think it'd be cool for like YouTubers, for example, uh, where you can have like a paid shout out thing. So, you know, you, you put, if you want to actually have something, a message pop up on the screen, um, then you charge for it in sats, and then that message could then pop up on your live stream. 
um, so everyone can read it. Maybe a little bit risky. I don't know. Um, uh, That's Sphinx chat. I think there, that comes with the Umbral implementation as a way to easily integrate with Sphinx chat and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, Sphinx chat's dope. It'd be quite cool to see if we can implement Alan Bits in Sphinx somehow. Not really sure how. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, here's another pretty cool function, actually, which I haven't showed you. One last thing. You can see all our transactions here. Is our chart looking any better? No. You have to wait a few days and get like a couple of dozen transactions and it looks really funky. Um, oh, this is... Oh, look, I'm running an older version of Bits on alanbits.com. Because in the newer version of Bits, we had an update recently. Where are we, newer version of Bits? Oh, here we are. Um, if you go to your wallet... Uh, there's an export to phone with QR code thing, which is pretty good. Um, so, you know, if I've set up this wallet on here and I want to have it on my phone so I can take it out and about with me, then I just get a regular QR code scanner. This Bitcoin is love our QR codes. Um, and then, you know, click on that and I should. There we are. See, so this is that wallet. You see, it's got the 10 sats in there. And I can use this wallet now. You know, I can. The, the, the using the Allen bits on the phone is actually pretty cool because like we can uh, um, scan an invoice and it'll actually access my camera on my phone and it it works you know like an app would. Um, now, I, I as far as I know, like Lightning has kind of evolved, but in like when it was first coming out, there was like basically they were forcing like an expiration. There was some kind of like time limit. Is there any way to create like open-ended invoices that have no time limit, or is there a way to control the time limit on the invoice? Uh, I don't think you want them because, uh, like, we've had. Um, I think it's two weeks, isn't it? Is the is the maximum amount of time an invoice is valid for? Um, but if you if you have do a transaction on Alan Bits, for example, and for some reason that transaction gets stuck in the lightning network uh, and you have for two weeks you have like you know the funds aren't available because obviously you know they're in transit and it says pending for two weeks i i think that's incredibly annoying i actually think you, you want less you know it's lightning okay, so, so if it doesn't if it doesn't if it doesn't go through after like 10 minutes i think we should cut it off um so i think you you you, you don't want these open-ended transactions if you want to do more complicated things like um you know, have a QR code which you could just send payments to. Uh, LNURL Pay is great for that. Uh, um, where are we? Uh, and again, actually, LNURL Pay that uses uh, webhooks too. So you can send uh, data to a webhook. So connected to the wallet amount. Okay, so fixed amount Satoshi's um, webhook. Blah, 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 success message. So basically, what this does, this generates a, I can't bother showing you, but it's. It generates a QR code, and if you scan it with your wallet, it will ask you to input an amount, and then you hit send, and then it sends the sats to the um, to the selling bits. Um, uh, but you can reuse that QR code because uh, actually, it's because it's using the Allen URL protocol, and the Allen URL protocol is specifically for things like you know having static QR codes in uh, in Lightning. So say if you yeah. A good tipping scenario. You have your busker, you're playing his guitar, or whatever, 
and uh, he has a QR code and then people can go up to it with their, their lightning wallets. They just scan it, enter the amount they want to pay, hit send and it sends it. That You would use LNURL pay for that. Um, uh, if you want to know more about LNURL, um, in fact, probably the main developer, Fiat Jaff, working on the bits at the moment, um, is also the, the guy who came up with the LNURL protocol. So that's pretty useful. Uh, so there's a link for it in the extension and you can you can learn more about LNURL and how, how that works. Again, it's another kind of layer, which is on top of Lightning. Um, so that's the thing which powers LNURL, W, the withdraw, the faucet thing. And that's the thing which also powers the, the pay thing too. Yeah, it's like the last time I really looked into Lightning, like that kind of functionality wasn't even like yes yeah, implemented yeah. at all yet so yeah i need in to fact, take a closer look at this again back in the day at one of these hack days when i was still tinkering around with this, this hardware you know these hardware devices trying to get them to work um uh i bumped into this guy george fasaro in new york at the new york lightning hack day and we were talking about the static qr code thing and how we just want a static qr code to send bitcoin to through lightning network um and then figured out a way to do it had to hack the eclair wallet but well, it's free and open source not really hack it but modern eclair wallet install it on our phone and then um it basically like gives the wallet the ability to just do a get request for an invoice and then you just you ask if you want to pay the invoice and you say yes and then it pays the invoice um but it means you can have a static qr code um and then george put it on a uh, arcade machine which is pretty cool like a little static qr and that's you know, probably the first example of that in use uh, and amazingly, Fiat Jaff at the same time, uh, well, a few months later, he was working on this protocol, which is basically that as well. So it just it, it makes Lightning work a lot better and a lot easier if we have the standard amongst all wallets. And we're like, yeah, we, you know, Lightning wallets are fine to do a get request for um, for an invoice or post request for an invoice. Because um, uh, uh, then, we, yeah, and, and use, you know, a URL server to you know, request the invoice, get the invoice back, pay it, whatever. Now, say you're running this for some kind of store or you're serving content or something. Is there a way to set like a threshold where once the lightning implementation receives a certain level of value that it automatically pushes that value to a bitcoin address is there something like that, that is an extension like a... yeah cool i like it the um uh one of the extensions i'm working on uh for ellen bits is a watch only wallet extension like a bitcoin on-chain watch only wallet so in the extension you'll um i thinking if i could just run it now it's too complicated to run now but uh, in the extension you put in an xpub like a bitcoin xpub so it can generate uh bitcoin addresses on-chain bitcoin addresses for your on-chain bitcoin um and then when we have that in lm bits it means that uh yeah you could you could uh create some sort of actually no that wouldn't work you, that would be a, yeah what you're suggesting would probably just be a separate extension so yeah the extension you're suggesting which would be pretty pretty nice is um uh using an, an, an additional service um uh so in fact you could sorry <laughs> Thinking out of the box here. So Actually, if you set up, like, so if you set, say if you set up a, a set, set, uh, set up a service where you convert, um, you do a swap from a Lightning 
you know, to Bitcoin. So you give it a Bitcoin address and then you send it some lightning, Bitcoin on lightning, and then the funds are deposited into your Bitcoin address on chain. This is if it's a certain amount. If that service exists, and I think there are plenty of services which do that, you make an extension on LMBits for that service and it uses that service's API and you say, okay, when this wallet gets to, you know, $100 worth of liquidity, then I want you to send the funds uh, to this API for the service and then uh, I'll also give you a on-chain address and then the funds will appear in the on-chain address. So, yeah, it's, it's an extension which we've been thinking about for a while. Uh, but we just haven't gotten around to doing. Um, uh, and the one which well, I really interested in doing is the, the on-chain one. Mm. Let me add to that. Like, I believe GD wrote a script that Swan uses, and basically how the Swan users are doing it is they load their XPub into the web interface, but Swan never takes custody of the XPub. They just use the XPub in the web interface, generate you know like 500 addresses yeah. and then so they never take control of the xpub and but they just but then they actually just encrypt the 500 addresses yeah so that they're so that i think is an excellent approach that is that a cool we, idea yeah yeah so for my yeah. watch only for my watch only extension yeah, because yeah. at the moment the watch only extension stores the XPub in the the database of the extension. So for extra take security, look, yeah, yeah. Take a look at how uh, GG. Like, no, that makes what front. you said makes perfect sense. I'll do that. It's a really good idea. I'll um, you put the XPub in. It's all done front end. Generates all the addresses, encrypts the addresses, sends it to the database. It stores them in the database, and then you just you know every time you request a new address, it uses pulls one of these you know the next address in the five hundred. Good idea. Exactly. Look at his oh. repository because he his script is public, so yeah. you can the, half the work is already done for you. I really like as as more and more as we get as we get more and more extensions. Uh, I like other extensions using, you know, extensions using each other. So, for example, when we have uh, an on-chain watch-only wallet extension, then we could have a BTC Pay server extension. So we could offer, you know. A very similar thing to BTC Pay Server, where you can pay. You know, it comes up with a, a an invoice, and you can either pay Lightning or you can pay on chain. You could have that, and you could set it up as an extension in Alan Bits. Um, uh, so using the on chain extension as well. Nice. In fact, um, are using yeah, Blasco Matt. They're using the LNURLW extension endpoints. So that's an extension which uses another extension. Nice. This is this has been a ton of great information, but uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, ben, yeah, cool. Thank, thank you so much for coming on, dude. This was a jam-packed episode of just great information. Cool, man. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, get involved if you can. Running the software is great first step to getting involved. And then if you have any issues, then pop into the Telegram chat that was on there, or um, raise them on the GitHub um and contributors always welcome um uh what's the name of the the guy who's the guy i was just speaking to who's asking randy. A, a bunch of questions randy, randy yeah randy you should you should definitely hop in on the uh Alan bits telegram um and and, and drop in some of those mm. some of those ideas because they're great ideas um and i'll in fact when you you know uh in a 
month or whatever when I or a couple of months when I finally get around to finishing this watch only extension, uh, I'll I'll be using that workflow. So thanks for that. No. Awesome. So, uh, Optimus, do you want to close us out here? Uh, yeah. Hey, so, Ben, do you want to plug where people can reach you or your websites or what have you, your Twitter, and so people can reach out to you, and then we'll wrap this up. Yeah, man. Uh, so you can, uh, if you go Twitter, um, Ben Ark, at Ben Ark, um, and then there's links then to the World Crypto Network stuff on YouTube and uh, Ellen Bits and then some of the projects which I'm um, uh, involved in. Uh, so, yeah, um, by all means, pop on there and, and look at my stuff. And if you like it, follow whatever and, um, you know, play around with the software, contribute if you can. Awesome, dude. Well, that was a really, really cool episode. Definitely got me thinking about how I can possibly use Ellen Bits. And I know people in the chat were thinking the same thing. So, again, thank you for coming out. We appreciate it. And uh, this should be uploaded ASAP. So I'll thanks, send guys. Thanks. Cheers. All right. Bye -bye. Later, dude.